Welcome to the Player Provides Podcast, your portal to the magic of Burning Man and a guide to living the 10 principles in everyday life. I'm Jorge Madden, and my guest today is my friend Lydia Lopez, who I met this year at Burning Man, dancing at Bubbles and Bass. Hello, Lydia. Hi, how are you? I'm very good. I'm very excited to have you on. I don't know why it took so long to record a new episode, but when I met you out there at Burning Man this year, uh, I had an immediate connection. I said, like, well, you, you need to come. Uh, I want to know, how did you end up in Burning Man? Because this was your first year, so I want to hear what brought you there. Sure, sure. Yes, great question. So actually, last year, my boyfriend went to Burning Man. It was his second barn last year. And he said to me, I would love you to join me. And I said, you know, baby, I'm always a bit of a control freak. How are you going to put me in the desert with zero control of, you know, what's going to happen 10 days without contacting my family? That's not going to be for me. But he said, yes, you're going to love it. You know, you really like a lot of uh, spiritual things. You like also the reflection. You love music. You love DJing. Come join me. It's a, it's a great opportunity. So. I just started looking into videos and then I thought, huh, why not? Um, I also started reading about the Burning Man principles, about the feeling of community and that, and that definitely got my attention. And I thought I really want to test how is to live without phone connection and without thinking about money, which are like two of the biggest things of our system, right? And then I went. Did you read anything about going with a partner to Burning Man and like the high likelihood that uh, you are not going to be together after Burning Man again and all that stuff? Or really? Did, or did you just focus <laughs> on, on the Burning Man thing? You did not read anything about uh, bringing your partner out to Burning Man, right? No, I did not. I did not read any of that. And in all fairness, I also had one of my best friends from Costa Rica that, you know, um, she was also there. So I thought for myself, I never said this to my partner, if I am very tired of him, I can always go to Gabriela. But, you know. It's, no, that's very important. That's, that's part of the radical self-reliance principle. You know, you, you need to mm. think about this stuff and you need to have options, you know. Mm. Mm. You, you don't want to be stuck out there in a situation that is out of your control which like it's gonna be out of your control but you need to have an escape <laughs> yes yes definitely yeah so where, where were you camping so i was at 9 uh, 15 so i was at the spark a sparkle camel i always called it a sparkling camel and everyone made fun of that um we had we had an amazing camp um, with with really, really nice people. What we provided were um, very cute outfits. So people would come and check our tent with uh, outfits. It's not a big camp, which I really loved because I had the opportunity to really connect um, to, to, to everyone there. So that's where I was, 915E, if I remember well. Yeah. And well, just just for a little bit more of background, you you live in Amsterdam. Where is your boyfriend from? Yes, yeah. Oh, good question. Yeah, he's from Amsterdam. So I'm originally from Spain, from Valencia, which is the east coast. 
Um, and my boyfriend is from Amsterdam, and I met him here a couple of years ago. And and the people from the camp are they mostly from from Holland too? Or, or yeah, no, no, no. It's a it's a great story that I really hope I can honor it with the proper details uh, right now. But my uh, boyfriend has a friend, Patrick, who went to Burning Man, I think, for the first time ten years ago or something, and he went with a couple of more Dutchies, and they they arrived there. They didn't have a camp. They tried a couple of things. I understood that they ended up in the sober camp and that didn't work and then tried a couple of different things. And they ended up uh, camping nearby to a sparkle camera with um, with now the camp boss, um, DC10, actually. And they allowed them to camp there. And then a few days in, they started to become friends. They started to learn from each other. They starting liking each other and then you know the Dutchies uh, especially Patrick and his friends um, were always welcome to join uh, DC10 in Sparkle Camel so Patrick is very good friend of Yele my boyfriend so when Yele wanted to go to Barney Man he had a space in this camp and then I also did uh, last year Okay, so yeah, very, very organic uh, Burning Man story, radical acceptance. If you're lost, someone mm -hmm. can help you, which mm -hmm. is which is amazing to see. You know, it, it's collectiveness. The, yeah, it's it's one of the things that we go there for. So when I met you, I first met your boyfriend. I don't know yeah. how. I don't know how this went down. Like for some reason. Every time out there at Burning Man, it's it's usually someone is wearing something that you like, some mm. actually exercising their radical self-expression. And I don't know mm. if he came to me or I came to him. We started talking. I told him I was from Spain. He's like, oh, you need to meet my, my girlfriend from Spain. <laughs> then we started mm. talking and we had all these things in common, especially that you are a DJ. And <laughs> not just that, but I was so impressed that and you are a DJ. This is your virgin year in Burning Man. And it seems like you were going to have a set at Bubbles and Bass where we were dancing, which is like <laughs> one of the nicest, biggest camps, I mean, one of my favorites for sure. So mm. oh, tell me tell me a little bit about that. How did that? Wow. I how to unpack this? I'm going to I'm going to try to do it. Um. So, so yes, we, we were at Bubbles and Bass, and um, what can I say about Bubbles and Bass? First of all, I love purple. I love the color that they have there. I love the glitter. I love champagne. All the elements there, I, you know, I, I feel at home. Uh, so we were dancing there in the corner because that morning we wake up early. We went to see a fantastic DJ called Simza from uh, South Africa. That was our, you know, um, morning or sunrise uh, concert in an art car. And after that, they said to me, hey, we didn't have the chance yet to see Bubbles and Bass full because I went for the sound test on, I think, Monday. And that was a Wednesday or something. So he said, you really need to see Bubbles and Bass full. You really need to see how it feels and so on. I said, yeah, sure, let's go. And then I entered at Bubbles and Bass and then I thought, wow this is great you know it was also a windstorm at that moment the dj was trying to clean the equipment while the wind was blowing everyone was there like okay can be wind can be whatever 
I'm not going to stop dancing. And I was shocked. I was shocked. And I will tell you later how I got the gig at Bubbles and Bass. But, you know, um, we were there. We weren't dancing. We were with two other friends, Thomas and Rome. And I think our vibe was very, you know, very light, very Bubbles and Bass. And the moment I went somewhere to the toilet, and this is not very fun, but whatever, I just went to the toilet. Uh, when I came back, Yele was like, hey, come, come, come. There is a Spanish guy that you are going to like. Come, come. And then you were there with some other people. And, you know, that's uh, that's how we met. So that was that was very nice. And uh, after that, I remember I told you, uh, Jorge, please come here on Saturday morning because I'm going to play. And you were like, what? How <laughs> is your first part and you are going to play here? And I'm like, I don't know. I got lucky. Let's see. I don't know. So um, but that never happened. Right. Uh, well, so that's the second part <laughs> that's the second part of the story <laughs> this is the second part of the story and and you know now I'm laughing a lot but I had so many deep learnings in the playa and one of them was the learning of um, all the expectations and all the energy mental physical energy that I put on thinking about my set in bubbles and bass on Saturday right and that dictated also a little bit my vibe for Burning Man. And then, and then Friday morning starts raining. And starts raining. And I'm like, hmm, strange. So I talked to DC, our, our campus, and I'm like, this is really weird, no? And he's like, mm, honey, it's been 23 years I'm coming, and I don't think this ever happened. And I'm like, mm, okay, well, fine. <laughs> Um, Friday evening, everything was so wet that I had to pack all my Instagram outfits and really take, you know, the biggest jumper I could find and wrap myself with, survival gear. And I thought, okay, Lydia, you have in 12 hours, you know, my set was at 7am in Bubbles and Bass and then was playing Oveus, a DJ that I really respect and like. And then I thought, uh, maybe it's not going to happen. And it did not happen. I woke up at 6.30. Um, my friends woke up. My boyfriend woke, woke up. And they were like, what are you going to do? It's raining. We can barely walk. And I was like, guys, this is over. <laughs> I'm not going to DJ at Bubbles and Bass. And... Imagine the amount of times that my brain pictured myself playing my set, my USB with, you know, with all the songs that I prepared and like other songs and, you know, all kinds of vibes, ideas. But I never played to um, in, in Bubbles and Bass. Yeah. Did you ever play that set or record that set at home, like what you were thinking that, that you wanted to play there? Like, did you ever record that or play it for yourself? Yes. Did you make it just to let it go? <laughs> yes, I did. I had to. And the set is, uh, you can find it in SoundCloud. It's called Lydia Law Almost at Bubble Sun Base. Perfect. Because this is this is coming on the on the notes of the podcast. So that's the the link <laughs> to this uh... for sure. We're gonna promote that because eventually <laughs> all the bubbles and bass fans that didn't make it to that Saturday morning, which mm. is it's actually it's I think it's one of the biggest mornings ever there. You know because 
there's there's usually uh, what we call the weekend crowd people that that don't mm. go the entire week but they show up like a thursday or friday and it's more like a party crowd you know but saturday morning saturday sunrise where 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 your set was that was gonna be something yes. amazing and and also also playing right before obvious you know like i i know him he's a legend that's the morning to be there like you were really you were going to be part of history and and well, <laughs> well yeah maybe next time <laughs> yeah absolutely I, i'll tell you something funny um so when that happened a lot of a lot of reflection came to me about expectations in life and you know i i think you don't get the barn that you want you get the barn that you deserve or something like that and i think exactly. so I, I read, yeah <laughs> um so the the barn that I deserved was a barn that would teach me a few things on expectations and sometimes you know some sides of myself and, I, and I'm opening my heart in this conversation eh? I said about sometimes my 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 you know controlling default um, I have so many perfectionist things I have judgments and I also have expectations around things how, how things should go and And um, and the barn had to teach me that. That's how I could not make it to bubbles and base because there was something that I had to learn on that aspect. But you know what I did with the set that I was supposed to play at uh, bubbles and base, apart from recording. I think I didn't tell you. No, no. So in the uh, in my hometown, we have some festivities in October. You know. Yeah. And um, last year, my family rented a sound system because, you know, my cousin plays the guitar and he sings flamenco with some people. And then they were like, you know what, Lydia, we're going to get you a DJ table. So it was a DDJ 400 from my cousin and you're going to play here with the sound system. It was very fun. So we repeat the same operation for the hometown, hometown festivities. Yeah. So there I'm there. And then people start coming and they start coming and coming and a lot of people that know me since I am a kid and I'm like what the fuck why am I DJing in this street you know in front of my aunties of 60 70 my parents you know and then I said you know what bubbles and bass it is so I never play this set in front of people and I didn't play all the songs but there were some songs that I really really wanted to play and I really wanted people to dance And I played them for my hometown friends, for my family there, for my aunties of 70 years old, dancing, you know, golden teeth, whatever. And they came to me and they were like, thank you, because we don't hear this music very often. We loved it. Thank you. <laughs> This is amazing. Mm? So beautiful. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my aunt said to me, Honey, I don't know a lot about this, but I think this is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an expert, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, it was with a lot of love, you know. It was done with a lot of love. So, yeah. Wow. Mm. You're talking about this as if this control mentality is something that you struggled in general before. Mm. Is, was that the case? Like, is that something? I mean, you were already talking about it since the beginning is this something that mm. you always like struggle with or you're uh, not struggle but you 
are kind of aware that it's part of your personality that you always try to have everything under control. <laughs> Not everything, but some parts and sometimes are painful to have, right? Some of the parts I'm completely like, whatever. But I, I think what I gained is a lot of awareness. You know, I gained a little bit of awareness on that. So I think maybe before I didn't know that I had it and now I know that I have it and I'm going to embrace some parts that, you know, I cannot change all, but at least I'm very thankful that I have some awareness now, right? So I actually wrote something after Burning Man in my phone notes, and now I just saw it, you know? And I wrote to myself, learnings. I can totally deal without alcohol and just being high in life. I'm quite perfectionist, and it's very difficult for me when things that I want are not my way, getting completely out of my comfort zone sometimes makes me helpless or frustrated, but should not be. My emotions sometimes are so high that my, when my expectations are not met and I'm mentally in trouble, but I realize that I'm able to make connections with a lot of people, make the impossible happen, like playing all together with my friends and my neighbors in the middle of the desert because we played with the neighbor's equipment. <laughs> one of the days that the mar was there so I, I mean it's very long but you know this is this is what i wrote after burning man and what i keep in my heart you know it's amazing i love to hear that because it is definitely one of the biggest lessons of putting yourself in a crazy place where everything is new especially as a virgin mm -hmm. even over the years like this was my eighth burn and yeah. every year it gets easier and easier. You're, you're more prepared. You can help other people around you. But eventually things happen, you know, that are just completely new. And that's what we, that's what we do to get better. There's also this saying that I really like that I don't want to get religious, but it, it's kind of <laughs> apply, insert, insert your favorite God in this phrase. But they said that God gives its toughest challenges to its bravest warriors. So it's it kind of means everything that is thrown at you in life, you are prepared for. And life is supposed to be a little stressful like this, only because you're supposed to grow and learn and be a little bit better. And mm. hopefully you're a little bit better. Some people don't learn. But it sounds that you, you know, like the fact <laughs> that you have a dedicated note in your phone titled "Learnings." <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you're a you're a very special kind of person and, and an example for sure. You know, for a lot of people that may listen to this, uh, maybe they feel identified that sometimes things don't go our way and just need to let go. It's like you know. Mm. Have you ever heard this thing that says like your way or the highway? Mm. You know, like when things are not your way, maybe there's a higher way. So just like me to mm. yeah. Once you let go and, and just surrender, you know, it's things things get easier. And sometimes it's when you actually let go when all the real magic starts to happen. Mm. So so what what was your favorite memory or one of your favorite memories? I'm sure there's more than one from this year mm. thank you for the sweet words huh? I, I, I think many of the things that you say are going to be an inspiration for for who listens to you also um let me say that um and and it's a difficult choice the memory i i'm, I'm gonna just share with you the two that came up to mind 
as we were speaking. One is the uh, morning, um, uh, the morning, uh, not concert, but yes, the, the morning uh, performance of uh, Simsa, the one that I mentioned before, in an art car. And, um, you know, when we woke up, I took the bike, the sun was, you know, racing, everything was so beautiful. It was like quiet, but you could sense that there was also some energy going on in that quietness, you know, some things were happening, but you were just riding your bike quiet. And, um, and before getting to the art car of Simsa, uh, there was another big art car. It, it had the shape of a boat, very futuristic one, don't remember the name. And there were only two or three persons dancing. And one of them was a man um, with a, um, I don't know if this is the way to say it, you know, respectfully in English, but with a sort of fake leg dancing with the music and, and feeling it. And that was so beautiful that I was like, fuck, you know, what is a this match? A prosthetic leg. He, 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 prosthetic, he, yeah. There was someone dancing with a prosthetic leg and really feeling it. <laughs> and very beautiful. And it was like, it was very gracious. It was really free. And I, I, I'm going to cry now. It was so beautiful, you know, so pure in a way. And then we arrived to the Simsa stage and then everyone, you know, just this, this crazy player energy. So I just cried. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm completely, you know, I just woke up. I'm just drinking a glass of, of water. I'm in the middle of nowhere. I don't have access to my phone. And I'm just here, you know, uber connected to my emotions and, 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 and being very thankful to be alive, you know. That's uh, that was the most shocking one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do mm. you do you carry that energy back, or have you felt a little bit of that energy wagon coming back to the default world? How, mm. how has that felt for you in your first year? Mm. I get back this energy when. I am talking to you now, for instance, when I talk to my friend Gabriela, when I discuss about Burning Man with uh, my partner, when I chat in the, you know, I have a chat in the partners group in our camp, you know, group, then it comes back a little bit. But I must say that sometimes, you know, goes unnoticed in all the, you know, less pure layers of, of our lives. Hmm. Yeah, you know, there's. I don't know if I, if I told you this. I I may have told you this when we first met because it's something that I always tell to to virgins that I that I meet. Mm -hmm. I always tell people really make the most of this moment. Mm. It goes by really quick, even if it's uh, a week, and sometimes mm. it it gives us moments where it's tough and it feels long and, and it's cold or it's wet or or we're miserable or whatever. Enjoy the good and the bad because it goes fast. And then when you look back, it's like, wow, I wish I was back there. But also usually once you leave Burning Man, there's this rocket backpack that you have 
and you have all <laughs> this creativity, all this energy, all these ideas, you know, like like we write notes, uh, we we get all this inspiration. And I always tell people, you need to act on that inspiration quick and continue talking to these people that all, all these new friends that you made, stay mm. in touch, get things in motion because that rocket kind of runs out of steam eventually. So you spend like the next three to six months feeling this beautiful vibe and then it kind of like goes down and then it's when it's, at some point you start like getting addicted to going to Burning Man because you're looking for that feeling again. But after eight years, one of the most important things that I've learned is don't get addicted to the feeling, but use it and turn it into something. Because if not, mm. they say that inspiration without action is hallucination. That's a little bit why, wow. why I started this podcast. And, you know, I, I know it's really hard. You know, sometimes very big ideas come out of Burning Man. Just do something. Do it little. Do make it count. Don't don't let don't let it just stay in your notepad. And if anything, you know, just share it. Like I'm so happy that you're that we're actually talking about this. It's it's one of the main themes of my life, and I think of everyone's life in this world that we live on. You know, like let go, like surrender, like don't sure, like don't don't get don't cling to this crazy expectations you know another another amazing phrase that actually the first time i saw it was on olivia Steele's um public display of awareness uh, thing is attachment is the main cause of all suffering an idea or an inspiration is sometimes just a little pointer on where on what direction to go it's kind of following your heart like okay this feels good but we should enjoy the journey, not just die to get to the destination. Because sometimes we only need to, like, maybe our treasure is something we find along the way, not really what was at the end of the path, you know? So I love I love that you're sharing this story. It is it is just insane. I was so jealous when you told me you had said that, but I was <laughs> Well, I did not. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you know, like, like mm. jealous, jealous in a good way, you know, like I would, mm. I, I was not gonna, I was not gonna injure you or something so that you didn't, know. <laughs> but, but it, it was like, wow, like this is great. And, and when we talked and you told me, well, it didn't happen and I learned so much, it's like, well, well, now we definitely need to have a conversation. I wanna hear what it was. Yes. Um, how how was how was the morning or the like? How were your friends like? Were they supportive? Like, did they make you a nice breakfast or something? Like, yeah. How, yeah. I'm sure you needed a lot of support. <laughs> yes, I mean the the thing is that um, so of course Jele, my partner, he he was super supportive. Um, uh, he could not make me a good breakfast because we only had peanut butter jelly and brown bread at that point. <laughs> so he was like, "Oh, baby, do you want the sixth? peanut butter with jelly uh, brown bread sandwich. Uh, so yes, my, uh, my, my partner was super supportive. My friends uh, also, we traveled to Burning Man with several couples from, uh, from, uh, from the Netherlands, but also there were other people from the camp, from, uh, from a Sparkle Camp. 
And then, you know, when I didn't have the set, I was very pissed, obviously. Um, but then all the love that I got from the camp people, um, you know, from all the guys, because our our, our camp was a, well, mostly a gay camp. Uh, so it was mostly uh, gay guys. <laughs> gay guys. Um, all the love, all the support, you know, um, at that point, which we were very far in the barn, right? So it was almost the last two days. And, and I realized, okay, this is showing me how many beautiful connections, how much support do I have? Um, you know, so the playa did not provide me the set, but did provide me some enlightenment around my, you know, relationships with people, people that care about me, uh, people that just met me and care about me and supports me, you know, so um, it was a bit hard, but at the same time, I really forced myself to look only the bright side. And I want to ask you something else that um, it's it's mm. like, like you've mentioned it twice, but I, I want to I want to hear more about it, but it, because it's also a big theme in in the Burning Man community around the world. You mentioned sober camp and being sober and not needing alcohol. Like, mm -hmm. like, like, was your camp like, like, was your camp sober, or do you have like a group of people that are sober, or, or like, what is your? No, I didn't really think about that much. I must admit that you know, normally if I go out a night in Amsterdam, I'm gonna take some alcohol and stuff. But there, I was so engaged. I don't know if the word is engaged or so like I wanted to be so present um, that for me I drank I drank less than ever I must, I must say you know I just really wanted to do the best of my day I cannot speak for for people around me because I think you know we are everyone around us is so high in life that I wouldn't know how to you know if I see a uber drunk person I know that person is drunk but at some point I don't know you know who has been each person doing because everyone is just so high in life also that you know that's a substance in itself for 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 a lot of us so i cannot speak for the rest um but for me i can say that you know i was super present so i drank definitely less beers than i would have drunk you know a night out um here but was not partly particularly something that i thought much going there or in the moment there to be honest maybe i mentioned it but it was not really a big um a big uh, theme for me what was a big theme i must say is um not having to think about money what you spent on what and how and why and you know and then the phone the phone connection those were two things that made me realize wow i'm very disconnected sometimes with myself because of these two factors that are like continuously um, dictating a bit our lives, right? If that makes sense. It's not that my life is dictated by my phone or my money, but, you know. Um... It is, it is. It is. Mm. Uh, I think they're both, obviously, the, the phone addiction, like we're addicted to this, that quick uh, dopamine hit of checking our phones, checking our messages, mm. uh, checking other people's feeds. And that's an addiction. I mean, there's so much research mm. on it. There's so little people trying to raise awareness and actually do something against it. And so many other people just trying to capitalize on it. And, mm. and, and the world is shifting in that direction, sadly. So that's also why events like Burning Man or like more 
connection, human connection uh, events are so important. There's all this new technology now with all the AI and like the uh, photorealistic uh, simulations, you know, all these companies now experimenting with virtual partners and kind of like promoting it like, oh, this is going to be good for older people that don't, they don't have anybody to talk to and stuff. Like they're trying just to make a product out of disconnecting truth Mm -hmm. from people. And I think that's something to be very careful about. (laughs) Sure, sure. Especially especially because because of what you were saying before, Like, like there is definitely this super high energy and that I can only describe as magic that happens when a lot of real people are enjoying themselves together without thinking about money, without thinking about the phones, just being present, following the 10 principles, you know, which is they're, they're really a guide to happiness if followed. That's why I always, I want this not to be only speaking about playa stories, but how can we bring those 10 principles to our default world? How can we just be less dependent on our phone? Or how can mm. we stress less about money? You know, one of, one of the things that, that I was thinking the other day that I want to do is like, I'm just going to go cook a paella for the homeless people uh, that I was driving by yesterday because I want to do something nice for someone else, you know? And I do it in Burning Man. I do it at Love Burn here, our, our regional Miami Burning. Uh, I always do a Sunday DJ Madden paella where I, I make a paella. Wow. And I, I play music for people while, while they're eating it. And it's one of the highlights of my year. And it's like, why do I need to wait for Sunday? Like there's there's there are hungry people there that are just look, looking to have a little mm. bit of joy. And so that's what I'm going to do next. <laughs> I will send yes. you. Yes. <laughs> I spread the joy. Exactly. So, you know, like anybody who's listening to this, like don't wait till Burning Man or don't, you know, like bring it home. Figure out a way to do it. Like, and it can be like these people that are trying to be vegetarian by eating vegetarian one day a week. Just like, just do something Mm. one day a week. Think, think about something and then tell the story, you know, share that. Like, what, what are you doing to, to bring this culture and this mentality that we know is, so beautiful and brings so much joy and and helps us and other people so much just do something absolutely absolutely and i think you know sometimes we also look at communities and we are thinking about you know people far away or or words that are far away which we should absolutely support but at the same time look with your eyes what is happening in your local community what is happening around happening around you what is happening in systems that you are part of um it's so important you know to 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 also think on contribution on 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 those levels and myself i am very very much connected to 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 women empowerment and and equity so i am you know very active on those things and i promise to myself that I don't know what's going to happen with my DJ career, um, but if I ever make it to earn some decent money with that, eh? not with what I do as project manager or event manager, I'm going to have in my contract a percentage of money that goes to girls or women empowerment. 
And that is going to be always my commitment. You know, if, if you are going to book me for your club, sure, I'm going to play tunes, but there is going to be a percentage that needs to go to certain communities, right? So that is my example, but there are plenty of examples that we all can do. And, and again, eh, in your local community, people nearby, that person that you see that is in need, you know, two blocks from your street, um, just do something. It's nice to do something that releases nice chemicals from for us. It's nice to do something uh, nice, you know. So go for it. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. And I think this is a, a perfect note to wrap up. I'm so happy that we connected and you shared all these stories. We're going to be in touch. I'm going to add links to your SoundCloud and to all your information so that people can, <laughs> yes. can know more about you and especially listen to that set that, that almost <laughs> That almost happened. Yes, yes, that almost happened. Now, thank you. Thank you, Jorge. This is a fantastic opportunity for me to relieve uh, what I felt in, in La Playa. So I really want to thank you for that. Also, thank you for, you know, even though we are very far away at the moment, you're in Miami, I am in Amsterdam. I really feel the uh, the the energy. So so I um, yeah, I'm always thank thankful. And um, yeah, and also to the listeners and uh, let me what you think about what we have discussed today, right? Uh, does it resonate? Can we share something else? Um, and sending you love and, and blessings, right? The, 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 the world is a crazy and fantastic place. So love and blessings to all. Yes, love and blessings. Thank you so much, Lydia. Thank, Thank you. you.